Hey everyone, Rose Gold here. If you heard last week's episode, you know that this is actually episode 57, and the previous one is episode 56. You know that we had to do some uh, rearranging, so we worked that out. This is episode 57, and the other one is episode 56. And if you haven't heard 56, stop this audio right now and go and listen to that one. And for those who are waiting for this one, hey, welcome to it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Enjoy the show. This is a symposium podcast with E. Wright and Romero. I got a question for both of you. Can you explain to me the cherry and the spoon? What's there, what's there explaining? What is the significance of It's that? a cherry that's on a spoon. But why is it a thing? You asking too many questions, sir. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like the the new one, right? It's the blue cock. Oh yeah, why is that a thing? I I don't know. I, <laughs> I Welcome back to the Symposium Podcast. On the other side of the chair, let the people know who you are, sir. Uh, I go by the name E. Wright. Welcome back. Excuse YouTube. Excuse my fucking eye right now. It's <laughs> very, I think it's eyelash in it, but I will be blinking a lot, so I'm sorry about that. He's not tweaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kick it back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is I, Rose Gold. I'm finally back. Got the gold on me. Got one tucked in. You know what it is, man. The boy is back, finally. It's good to be back. Uh, today, we have a special guest in between us. Let the people know who you are, sir. Hello, everyone. My name is Kevin. Kevin! Motherfucking McCrane. It's my man's right here. Um, We'll tell y'all why he is here. Gonna get into some things as always, talk about some nice topics. But before we do that, as always, we gotta toast it up. So, gentlemen, and to the people, welcome to the party. Mm. How you feeling, man? <laughs> What's going on? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, we went out last night. Yeah, it was a good time. Real I, good time. Really, really I think good I time. I lost my voice, man. I didn't even know. Yeah, having a screen in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you guys did that for what, like three hours, four hours? Shit, well, I got there late. Technically, we had breaks. Wasn't screaming the whole night. It was like drink, yell, pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing good, man. I, I can't complain. I'm feeling, feeling pretty good. A little tired because I completely forgot is daylight savings. Yeah, I was gonna say if so long as you're not feeling like shit on daylight savings, yeah, like, then you're winning. Uh, well, that's good. I feel I feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody hates this goddamn day. I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you, brother? I'm good, bro. I'm good. You know, minus the eye. minus the fucking. It's really fucking with you right now. Yeah, it is. God damn. <laughs> um, other than that, I can't complain, man. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm I'm a, too a little tired. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'll be I'll be fine. Cool, cool. I you know, have a couple 
have a couple today. And Sip a little. Do yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. A little Sunday fun day action. Sir, how are you? Uh, again, aside from losing some sleep, uh, you know, my throat is temper tantrum later because I'm cranky, but, you know. <laughs> oh, you just uh, need a sandwich. You'll be all right. No, nah, I'm surrounded <laughs> by these two fellas. I think I'm, I'm, I'm in an okay place. Cool, 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 cool. Glad to hear, sir. Glad to hear. Uh, that being said, why don't we get into some news? First thing should talk about, I don't know if you guys have been up on this, but actually we've been talking about this, student loans, uh, student loan forgiveness. This has been a thing. Uh, Biden, aka Big Joe, he has been talking about you know reducing student loans or basically canceling them. But recently, this was in the news. Uh, this comes from Forbes. Biden will cancel six point two billion dollars of student loans. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Still don't believe it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> it's in yeah. Forbes, man. Look, it's got to be real. No, I'll, I'll believe it when I stop getting <laughs> shit in the mail. <laughs> well, how many, how many campaign promises has he come through on? I don't. I don't that know. was always one of them. And again, it was, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I mean. Like, I hope, but I just ain't getting my hopes up either. But. Technically, you can, you can have student loan forgiveness. Like, your loans can get canceled out, but there are certain, like, hoops or certain hurdles you have to go over. Um, one of them is it depends on the school. Another one is, is it income? I can't, I don't think it's income. Like, you have to be in a special program. That's what it is. And then there are some other criteria, but whatever. Biden canceled that shit. I don't think I'll be paying that shit anytime yeah. soon, man. <laughs> no, he exactly. totally thinks he's already thrown his bones by, uh, what, the pandemic relief? Like I didn't. The, the repayments, you know, there's no... Uh... Oh, because of fucking... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. They just keep extending. Like, oh, yeah, you don't, you don't have to make payments right now. And so that's, that's how he's helping. That's, that's him falling through on his promise. Well, listen, I greatly appreciate that. You can put that on hold forever because I'm never paying that shit. No interest, though. <laughs> um, actually, I probably shouldn't say shit like that. Cause <laughs> <laughs> they come up to me, Mr. Green, you heard you said, no, nah, man, no, nah, I didn't say that. You're actively broadcasting. <laughs> <sighs> no criminal activity. Uh, outside of that, we go back and forth on this. We try not to talk about this, but it needs to be acknowledged. Kanye is fucking wilding out. Uh, did you see what he said today on Instagram? Which part? <laughs> uh, he was talking about he was talking about his daughter being on TikTok again, mm -hmm. and how he did not like that. Yeah. And what else did Kanye say? Oh, then he talked about how he was moving dates around, and he's still not able to see his children. Mm -hmm. Something about DL DA DL, DL Hughley. I, why did I butcher his name? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, so funny. We know he's watching. He's a big fan. I am. Uh, D.L. Hughley. Like, what did, what, did, what did he say about Kanye? Well, he, he basically called him a stalker for, like, like the shit he was, you know, when he was trying to see his family and doing all that, moving, um, <clears throat> buying a house. Yeah. And, like, he, he, was, he, was, he was talking shit. He, he was some. Hughley was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, no surprise. 
Yeah, Kanye. Kanye probably should relax about what he said, but nope. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> talk about the man getting his address and shit like that, but oh yeah, he said um. God, he's th- he threatened that man's yeah, life. Yeah, 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 but uh, start playing with his name, man. <laughs> but uh, the TikTok shit, excuse me, oh, voice cracker. Um, the just not him not being able to, you know, like that that part is, is I, I don't, I don't see a problem with where he like, he like moving you know, moving time and, like, changing, you know, just to try to see his daughter and shit. Yeah. And, I mean, like, it, when it comes to kids, it's, it's tough, you know? Sure. But, it's, um, I don't know, I think that's really hard. Yeah. Like, I think, like, Kanye has always been in the news since he became famous, but I've said it multiple times on the podcast. It's like, when... When they, when, when Kanye and Kim Kardashian actually fall out, they get a divorce. Shit's gonna be bad. And here it is, like a year later, where they're not only divorced, but they they've been going through this for like a year, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing the aftermath of it. I didn't know it would be this bad. Yeah, I honestly didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know how it would escalate, and I didn't think it would be this public. Like, there's just some shit that needs to be private. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't need... Well, that's true, too. That's true, too. Like, I don't need to... I, Even as a fan, I don't need to know these things. I don't. This is your personal life, sir. If you're going through it, I understand, but there's a... I don't know what the word is. like, But there's a place. There's There are people for that. Fans is not it. But whatever. I'm just one fucking man. Kevin, thoughts on... I don't give two shits. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, can't, don't they have the money to be able to afford, you know, the right people to be able to keep the shit under wraps? Or does Kanye just need to, like, feel he needs to steep new lows? Have you met relevant? Kanye? Do you know this? Do you know who we're talking about? <laughs> uh, I know we're not talking about someone who's mentally stable. Uh, no no disrespect. No, I mean, this like, is there's, there's clearly something more. There's definitely something there. On. I think it's more going on for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, like, how do you, how do you split the difference, basically? Like, how can you tell what's justified in terms of what he's saying or what he's doing and what's, like, him being bipolar, basically? Okay, him being on Instagram, somebody should probably take his phone. That's legit. Yeah. Him expressing certain things such as moving dates to see his kids i'm like that's that's fair you being a dad mm-hmm. if you're not getting that then yeah that you speak on that but i don't know and they're very interesting too you know you don't hear shit from kim kardashian not a peep you see her doing shit living her life but not a fucking word and i'm not saying that she should it's just like this is very one-sided. One is vocal and another one is very, very different. We'll get into that. That just that just made me realize something. I thought about it, but we'll so ta- say you could probably do that an entire episode. Yeah, we'll talk we'll touch on it. We'll touch on it a little later. But anyways, that's news to me. Fuck all that other shit. Kevin McCrane. So happy you're here, sir. Very excited. 
Um, For those of you that think I'm Irish, I'm not. He's <laughs> not. No. That's right, everybody. That's we got a white night. boy. <laughs> we got another one. <laughs> we got another one for St. Patty's weekend. You're welcome. Uh, no. Uh, my man is on today because we have some uh, we have some questions, and he lives a very interesting life. And just wanted to tap into his brain a little bit, see see what's going on in there. First and foremost, you are born and raised Minnesota. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> like, no, no, you're this very, ain't, you're this very court. This is like, you know, telling, telling everyone I lead an interesting life. But, uh, you know, I know, I'm curious. Home, I'm, I'm curious what's up. Home. I don't know. Yeah, like, we'll start there. Like, what do you do? For, what, do you, what is your profession? This okay. is not court, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> 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 So I work for a uh, IT software company. So uh, we basically enable everyone that's working from home right now. So we we w talk the talk. We gotta walk the walk. So sure. Uh, yeah, which then gets you living at home, and then you realize all the changes that you want to make <laughs> to your house because mm -hmm. you're like, man, I'm actually spending time here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, beyond that, I live with, at home with my girlfriend. Uh, we got a couple fur babies. Uh, you're a family man now. I know. I know. Well, it feels weird because now we start calling each other like mom and dad, <laughs> even though we have absolutely no plans to have kids in our future. Uh, but this is going to be the next closest thing. So uh, that's kind of strange. Again, more interesting things uh, <laughs> about myself. But uh, yeah, beyond that, I think, uh, you know, having been born and raised here, I think a point you're probably going to go that's going to come up later down the road is the fact that I've also gotten outside of the States yeah. as well. So, uh, gain perspective. True, uh, true. So. Yes, sir. Um, I, I have opinions. <laughs> they, they may not be factual or <laughs> valid, but. Um, what, what are you doing to your house? What changes have you done so far? Well, that's, that's what's tough. So, in this crazy housing market, for those that may not be familiar, um, yeah, it's, it's been tough. So. That being said, uh, I bought my childhood home, mm. which is kind of surreal because yeah, really I cool. still have the same neighbors from when I was like a fucking toddler. Um, so that's a trip. Uh, but yeah, uh, changes. So like, it's nice having someone come in with a fresh set of eyes mm -hmm. just because that house is the only way I've ever known it. It can yeah. only be this way. Right, 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 right. You're used to it being, yeah. Right, it's so what's familiar. It's nice to yeah to get some new perspective on it, which has actually been really really great. So yeah, we've been getting new furniture. Um, my dining room is in shambles right now with <laughs> like wallpaper everywhere. So yeah. um, we're starting small, and then as soon as things finally start to thaw out, we'll see. We will get some landscaping going on. Okay. Was there ever any hesitance when it came to just the conversation of changing things? Yeah, I think there's a stigma that everyone kind of gets that way, just like. Oh my God! You know it's his childhood home. Yeah. I think I think even like in the office, which I haven't caught up on the later seasons, but like Jim and Pam or whatever. Like, doesn't Jim also move mm -hmm. into his childhood home or something? Yep. Yeah. And so Pam feels like she's walking on eggshells, yeah. like trying to like, oh my God, can we do this? Can we change that? Um, do whatever I'm you want. I'm open for it. I mean, yeah, you got to be able to make it your own. Um, and I think she's finally starting to see like I actually mean mean it when I say that because. <laughs> Again, we've been having all this stuff that's been going on, and there's probably like four projects uh, all going on simultaneously right now. Mm. So it's it's weird, but again, you got to recognize like it's just a house, and if you think about it, it's sort of strange. But this house will outlive me, 
Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, during the time that I'm there, like, yeah, be able to make it my own, yeah. put my own spin on it. Uh, you know, got some ideas from what my parents and how they use the space. But at the same time, uh, again, we were working from home, twenty four seven. Is it is it weird? Like, wait, what what room did you take? Uh, oh, that's a good like question. The, as the bedroom? Yeah. Or like, no, it's the same bedroom. No, like, whose whose bedroom did you take? My parents. Okay. Is that weird? Uh, or was it? Maybe, maybe like the first few nights <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. But uh, that's where they made you. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. <laughs> no, 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 I know far more details about <laughs> all of that than I really, really should know. Yeah. But it was not there. Actually. <laughs> well, that's lucky. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, man, like, you know, like it just it would be like you said. This is like for the first little bit, it was like, damn, this is kind of weird. This is like, I grew up in this house, so it's like, but there's, I mean, there's also like some some sense of peace, yeah, uh, in that as well. I mean, okay. I, just, I feel very very comfortable, and probably even too much to a fault, because mm. like, I don't know, as a kid growing up, your innocence, you know, you you think that. There's no crime or like everyone is out there. Little do you uh, know. To do good. Yeah. yeah. And then my neighbor tells me that they had their garage broken into. And it's like, what? That's not a thing that happens here. <laughs> like, no, that's impossible. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good. I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, that's the only way I can probably afford a house right now without probably looking at the, uh, the first set of suburbs. You yeah. know, maybe on a stretch could try to find something. In South Minneapolis, but even still. Good luck. Fuck. We were talking about that last night, about the mm-hmm. market and shit, and where mm-hmm. I'm looking. It is goddamn ridiculous. But that, that I'm not going to get into that. Now, you did say, uh, you did say a couple things that I wanted to touch on. One of them being that you, you did live out of the state. You were out of the state for a few years, actually. Uh, yes, a few. More than a few. Yeah. Um. You were in, or you were in Boulder. I was in Boulder, uh, yeah, for a couple years, and then you went from there to Alaska. Went to Alaska of all places. Yes, Ooh, okay. For someone that comes from a dark and cold place for nine <laughs> months out of the year, I went to an even darker, not yeah. colder. You think it, it that being that far up north? I mean, you learn about it in school. Everyone's like living in an igloo or something. Yeah, but right. uh, no, it is warmer because they're by the ocean. Where I was at, it's not physically cold; just cold in your heart. What What brought that? Like, why Why did you go out there? Oh, I followed a girl. It was oh. a woman. Yeah, I follow. I followed a girl, and we all know how that works out when you, you do your a, dumbass a, not to go. <laughs> well, but at least again, you, you can say you went to Alaska. And you, I mean, you lived in Alaska. No, right? no regret. No regrets. Yeah. Um. But yes, that's not the first place that I, I would have chosen to move. Uh, but she was already up there, and mm. she was more stubborn than me. So okay, uh, and then lastly, after Alaska, I mean, you knew these details, yes. But uh, then after then, I had an internship uh, in the Bay Area. Yeah, uh, so I, I forgot about my, that. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. Pandemic and all, fuck. Pandemic and all in a strange place where you know no one and everything is closing down. Well, uh, we should touch on that. Like, why were you in the Bay? Tell them that. No, so I got an internship down there working for a fruit stand. Um, And I was just super eager and excited to take that opportunity that I thought moving from Alaska to California was my my best career choice. Uh, How do you... uh, Internship at a fruit stand? What type of... 
also known as Apple Store. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, I yeah, actually, yeah. during the campus, so okay. I did get to work at corporate, so we Let's had nice go. offices okay. and shit. It I'm wasn't like, like yo, minute. you what? want this iPhone? Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, had an internship with, with Apple, and um, again, even, even companies like that big, they had a struggle with everybody working remote, because like the stuff, the equipment that we were working on, you had to be behind like two sets of locked doors, uh, and then the fact that you're like, well, we only allow you to work like this because you're behind secure doors. You know, they're super secretive and all this shit. You, you know, I'm not going to reveal anything just because it's no longer relevant. It's already been released. So, mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, then they were like, well, if everyone's working remote and you guys need to have all these secure things, like, well, you can't work. So then you just paid a shit ton of money to ha have everyone come out and move across the country to spend six months here. Right. Uh, so they ha they had to make some exceptions to their policies and allow us to s take stuff off site. That's Apple. They can do that. <laughs> so now here's my question for you in in your travels, especially being a homegrown Minnesotan. What has been the like? What's been the most? Uh, what's the what's the word that I'm looking for? Like what's has stand out to you the most? To to go from here, move to these other parts, and then to come back home. Because you're not the same person as when you left. No. Nor was I the same person when I uh, went abroad, too, in college. That's true. Um, internationally. So, but yeah. Um, so homecoming, I mean, let me, let me start by saying this, that when I left Minnesota, I always intended to return. Like, this was always where I was going to, mm -hmm. you know, become an adult, mm -hmm. grow my career, um, and I mean, I'm not retired yet. I don't know if there's a Florida move in my future, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Sure. Uh, but yeah, coming back was always something, because I mean, uh, us Midwestern kids, we, we always find our way back home. It doesn't matter where you go. Uh, you're born always, here, yeah, you're raised majority, here. Those, those Midwestern values. You'll die here. <laughs> Precisely. Um, but yeah, coming back, I, I mean, so I, I paid attention, you know, mm -hmm. my parents are here, I'm an only child, so I have a lot of connections, you know, a lot of my friends, of course, you yeah. guys are back here, so I kind of try to pay attention to what's going on at home, uh, and then you also hear, like, you know, you're meeting new people, and making new friends, you talk to them, you tell them where you're from, and they tell you, or you tell them you're from Minnesota, and then all of a sudden, what everyone thinks of Minnesota is now like projected onto you and you're like, oh, this is actually what people think. Yeah. Or like, oh, I, I've been there, but yeah, people are really clicky. Or, or this, that, or the other. Mm -hmm. uh, and so then I, I kind of like resisted that a little bit and then I come back and like, oh my God, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> like everyone is just friends with like people that they grew up with. Yeah. Like yeah. from high school or college or whatever. Like they don't ever expand. Right. Uh, their their friend groups, um, and we so were. That was, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Well, that was just one aspect. The other one, though, is the stupid food thing. What? Do you know you know about this? Uh -uh. So, like, you get it with a group of people, whether you're at a restaurant or at home or something like that. Whatever, you get a pizza, right? You get a large, I don't know, 16 inch pizza or something like yeah. that. Uh, everyone's enjoying it. It's a really t delicious pizza, but no one takes the last slice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck all that. <laughs> no, that, that's, no, that's, that's, that's not that's in this group. That's, 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 that's a real thing. That's some perspective that that's I've gained. But yeah, yeah, fuck that. No, I'm taking that. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. And people are sometimes like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yep, yep. Some, someone did it. That's how it is when we, um, <clears throat> we have, like, our work meetings and stuff, and, like, no one would take the la- Like, you just bring kind of bring treats yeah. to the meeting, and no one would take the last one, and then, like, everybody's kind of sitting around waiting. And then, like, yeah, it's Dude, weird. It's, it's, it's a thing, though. I, it's funny that you, that you guys bring that up. I haven't really seen that with food, but it's more really? of, it, it, it would be other things. So let's say, you know, you know, somebody wants to take a break for like, in a, it's a meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people want to just get up, walk or just use the bathroom, whatever, right? But no one's really going to just ask or just say something. One person has to get up, oh, like yeah. has to make that initial move. Well, that's the Minnesota goodbye. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't say shit. I lit it like it was quiet for a few minutes. It was just a meeting. And this is a while back. I didn't say shit, but I had to use the bathroom. And I got up and I just left. Next thing I know, like two or three or four people started moving. And it's like, why didn't we just say we need a break? Right. There's no reason for us to be scared. So to your point, that makes a lot of sense. It's a little too nice. I don't know. We, we, we've got Polite. our clicks. What's the we're word? No. What's well, the everyone, word so yes, everyone was also always saying, I think there was an article I was reading, like, yep, you know, this is what people think of Minnesota. You know, like, I don't know, most frequently Googled thing or something like that. But, uh, like, yeah, they did, like, a word chart or graph or whatever. Um, so stuff like, you know, George Floyd did come up, but, like, nice was number one. Yeah. Like, nice, which is not true. It's it's passive-aggressiveness yeah. at its, it's finest. Very passive-aggressive. Um, so, yeah, it's very, very nice to strangers. You can you can walk outside. You can be at a bus stop and pretty much talk to anyone you see about uh, sports and the weather. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll actually hold a little conversation with you. Sure. But, uh, yeah, that's just being nice. Tell you what they really think, then get them behind closed doors. <laughs> and then. That's a good point, yeah. You've been up here for how long? Uh, it's been a good minute for you, right? Since I've been back? No, I said Eric. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for about, what, eight or nine years now? Yeah, you're a Minnesotan yourself. What's something that stood out to you when you first came here, though? Like, like damn, Minnesotans really rocking like this. I don't know. Because um, it's kind of no different than... You know, Milwaukee, bro, like... Midwest. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it was kind of the same, you know? Um, may, actually, I haven't been around, like, the African culture like that. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's a lot up here, and I, I wasn't really used to that, but um, that, that really stood out to me. Yeah. Which is cool to see, you know? Um, man, I don't know why. Why why they come to Minnesota? <laughs> so cold up here, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, um, that would be that would be the main thing that stood out. There are a lot of like that that ha- that has happened a lot, where people from other countries, like refugees, have come here. Mm. Um, like the African Somali mm-hmm. culture, you know, like a, uh, yeah. a lot of Hmong too. Yeah, Hmong too. Yeah, is it is it like uh, Saint Paul? Like. Uh, is that kind of like the Hmong community? Is it St. Paul correct? I would say so. I think yeah. it's larger yeah. there, yeah. You go over there, it's Hmong. You go East Lake Street, I would say. That's where you would find, um, you know, Mexican-Americans. Um, up in St. Cloud, surprisingly, a lot of Somalians. 
mm. big, big community out there, which is fucked up because I say it all the time. St. Cloud is one of the most racist places yeah. you could ever be. So you can imagine the heat that goes on there. I don't know. Have you considered moving to Stillwater? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like St. Cloud's pretty racist, but I feel like St. Stillwater would probably take it to another level. Really? Okay. I don't know. I've never... Only time that I'm ever in Stillwater is for fucking Valley Fair, so that's it. What have you seen, Kevin? What have Wait, you heard? No, 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 no. Valley Fair's in Shakopee. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. That's right. Oh, okay, Stillwater Opposite. is... Opposite, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, Stillwater yeah. Northeast along the St. Croix over there. Hoity-toity. They very, voted very for, uh, I'm not going to turn this political, but they are the ones that uh, elected Michelle Bachman for multiple terms. No, oh, we're getting into it. Okay. No, but that, that's not, a, I mean, that's just an <laughs> example of like, who they are. Yeah. Um, that they, they saw this person and they thought, yes, they deserve to be there uh, even longer because they're doing such a great job. But mm. that's neither here nor there. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Okay. Um, did have another question for you, sir. Wait, what's the out for you, though? For me? Yeah. Making the switch, yeah, from Minneapolis to to St. Cloud. Because, mm. I mean, you notice a difference, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I think I said this. I don't know if I feel like I said this on the pod or not. Is this. So here in the cities, you have a collective of people. Like, everyone is diverse, right? But you go to St. Cloud, there's a there's a mix of people, but... It's like they're just around each other. They're not really communicating. Like, we have conversations, right? You can, you can talk to a stranger, and it could be a lovely conversation. A black person, a Somalian, um, a white person can be together, and they won't say a fucking word to one another. And, it, and you can feel that energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be tense. It, there's no sort of inkling of, of what's going on with you, or even a high. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like even for someone that you don't know, y'all know how it goes. You see a stranger, you make eye contact, there's a solid nod. Up there, it's not even that. It's kind of like a, like a scoff, so. What are you doing in my city? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm like, why is it so tense, man? I'm just getting bread, <laughs> so. It's tough. It is, it is tough. Um, but that's something that I wanted to ask you, kind of going back to you leaving the state. You said that it was, always your, it was always your plan to come back home. And I feel like that is a, a Midwestern thing, not just Minnesotan. It's a Midwest thing. Oh, absolutely. But why? What? Why did it click in your head like, yeah, I'm always going to come back instead of, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to be here. Uh, I would say primarily for me, it was more family related. Uh huh. So I am an only child. I don't have any brothers or sisters or anything. And so I left the state when I was 24. So yeah. A couple years That's out of college right. after yeah. going to the U. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess I, I always kind of thought 30 would be that time that, okay, you know. A lot of people use college as an opportunity, right, to, like, explore and try something else, and then they'll typically come back. Mm-hmm. I went to school, like, three miles from the house I grew up in, so I decided, ah, you're still young, you still do a bunch of growing in your 20s, so, yeah, now would be your chance to try something different. Um, 
But then thinking about coming back, you know, by the time I'm 30, my parents are probably close to that retirement age. But um, you still got the quote-unquote good years left. You know, they're not in a place where they need uh, extra assistance or can still travel and do things. So I think that, but then also, too, like going abroad, you kind of see all the things that you maybe didn't realize that your hometown had, that you're like, oh, actually, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, this is why I like Minneapolis better than Boulder or Anchorage or the Bay Area. You see um, your, your home in a different light or a different perspective. Right, and so you, you like find it and, uh, you know, clash on or clasp on to the things that uh, make each place unique. So like in Colorado, you got the mountains. Like you go to Denver, the mountain range is like, another 30 miles west. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if in Boulder, which is where I was living, you got the flat irons. Like, you drive for, like, five minutes and you're in the mountains. Mm. Um, so, like, you want to be someone that is really into, like, hiking or, you know, doing lots of uh, physical activity, you know, trail running, shit like that. Um, Alaska, you want to be in the wilderness. Again, more mountains and you got ocean. Mm-hmm. Um both of them have like skiing and snowboarding. Uh, Bay Area, you have tech companies, and you better like being crowded next to a bunch of people. Um, well, you're making money, so you're making money, and that's a thing. If uh, if I ever did get a position out there, if my internship turned into something, I probably would have taken the job, but and been out there for maybe like a year or two tops. It would still never be anywhere you would want to set up shop because, at least there up in Silicon Valley. Um, it's got no character. Really? No character whatsoever. You know, it's just like, it's like the, the ring of suburbs here. Like, you got your Chili's, you got your AMC <laughs> theater, you, know, you got your mall you can go to, or whatever. Yeah. It was just like cookie cutter, just like on an entire, like, neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, level. So, like, when people came out to visit me, before everything really started shutting down, getting a rental car was more expensive Monday through Friday. Really? Then, oh, then Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so it was the exact opposite. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone there. Not that they all met, like, meant business. It's still West Coast, so it's still, like, super laid back and low-key. But, mm-hmm. uh, again, it's just, like, there's no, there's no identity. The identity is that people come here to work for giant tech companies, and mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. Well, shit. I, I, got a, I, I, do, I got a question. I was just thinking about um, when you, like, this is not related to, like, Minnesota or nothing. You mentioned... Um, you and your girlfriend, um, like, no intentions of having kids, right? Correct. Yeah, where, how did that come about? Uh, like, so, yeah. I mean, that's some perspective, too, that I gained in my 20s. Because, yeah. again, like, it's so ingrained in you as a child, yeah. you know, like, the American dream, right? right? Uh, that you have this potential. You fix. can, yeah. yeah. Um, you can be successful if you work hard, and then you get married, and you buy a house, and mm-hmm. you have a kid. Um yeah, that, so that was per some perspective I gained because, like, out of, right out of college, I was going to get married at 26. Oh, okay. I was going to enjoy the marriage. Didn't you say something like that? I feel like we all did. Like, I'm going to get married oh, at 26. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, I thought he was literally saying, like, this is what happened to him. No, 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 no. I'm mistakenly saying I'm single. No, I'm not, I'm not single, but uh, yeah. I'm not married yet or engaged yeah. yet either. Um, no, yeah, but, that was so like, like growing up. Yeah, I was getting married at what? 20, by 25, 26. And yeah. yeah, and then have kids later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, kind of not, not all too different than, um, you know, some of my other friends that I've got. So, uh, yeah, what? 
probably try around 30 to try to have kids. Yep. 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 Uh, I grew up an only child, so I wanted to have two kids. Um, but then, yeah, it's like, you know what? There's enough people on this planet already. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to get into, like, other uh, reasons, you know, like, say, like, right. global warming or, you know, everything else yeah. that's going on in the world and, like, right. reason not to have kids. Because that uncertainty has, like, always been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, think about people during, like, World War II or, like, well, I mean, that was a shorter time. But, like, the Cold War, I mean... Shit, that went on for decades. Like there was a bunch of uncertainty if if you were gonna get like nuked. And, and did you already did you when you bef- did you already know that your girlfriend felt the same way before she was your girlfriend or after she was she, That's a she good question. She could have been convinced. Really? Either, either way. You okay. Know, if, if I had really, really wanted to have kids, she you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, but she was we already can, we can do it. But I was very adamantly like, yeah, just like all this stuff changed and it's like, you know what? Like you know, there's there was a risk. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you get a kid that needs special attention. Yep. Um, I think for her, it's evident firsthand as well because her sister, her older sister, uh, is still living at home with mom and dad, and she's well into her mid thirties. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's like, are you prepared for that reality? Yeah. You yeah, know, question. again, are yeah. you are you prepared for a, a kid that need has you know? more needs mm. uh, than, than another. So, I mean, the risk is small. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, you know, you're going to love that child regardless. You right. want that kid to have its best life. So, um, are you ready for that kind of commitment? Oh, yeah, and very I was true. like, you know, I'm not against the idea of having kids, but maybe I'll adopt. I was just mm. about to ask okay. you, like, would you yeah. ever consider that? I don't think I will, but, again, if if for some reason Something, at some point in my yeah, life that, change, that decision you know? does continue to evolve, I mm-hmm. mean, and that's, yeah, that's always a possibility. But, yeah, that's, that's it, cool, would be, it would be to adopt because, again, there's enough people that are deserving of having good homes mm-hmm. uh, out there already. So That's fair. Yeah, for sure. All right, sir. Now, I, I kind of have, um, I wouldn't say a difficult question, but... Something that something that has been on my mind, and I think I've asked you this off of the off the pod once, but you know, you came back. You came back what? 2020, 2021? June twenty twenty. That's what I thought. So, still in the pandemic, very fresh, but you were coming in when, you know, not only were we in the pandemic, but riots were popping off. You know, all of, all of this shit. And from there, you know, you see how everything transpired, like all of these different cases, especially all the things that we've talked about on the mm. pod. Yeah. Like one death after another, one thing in the news is just nonstop. Um, as someone who is from Minnesota, what is it? what has been your experience? Like, what has it been like for you to see all of these things take place? Uh, it's been interesting to say the least. Um, I, I can't say I ever saw any of it coming. I mean, no one, no one probably could have predicted this, or you know, maybe someone wiser than I, or maybe someone that was more intimately involved or surrounded by this sort of stuff could kind of see uh-huh. these different kind of events. I mean, because there's just been so many different things with MPD um, getting in their own way. Uh, we'll, good. We'll no, say. That's well said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I saw you guys earlier. Like, I tried to stay connected about what mm-hmm. was going on back home because I would come back, you know, probably two, three times a year, 
come back and see family and friends, but uh, especially when stuff with George Floyd was going down. Because uh, that was right before I, I, I moved back, like, what? It was, it was, it was like the second to last week of May, May it, 2020, like May 25th or May 29th or yeah, something like that. It was late that in everything the, in the went month. down. I moved back June 13th. Uh, so I remember like I had bought a bike, I was moved back and I wanted to like go bike around because every time I came back home, you know, there was a new restaurant here that had closed, whatever. Uh, but the big news at the time, yeah, was the riots and everything. So I got out on my bike. That's like right by you, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'm not too far from Uptown. So yeah. I saw, saw plywood, you know, everything's boarding up. Um, there's still people sweeping up glass in mm -hmm. the streets and the sidewalks and everything. So, uh, but yeah, seeing all of that remote uh, and then everyone I'm working with in my internship, like, yeah, I'm going back home. I'm moving back to Minneapolis. And people are like, oh, that, that sounds rough. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I mean, it, it, it sort of needed to happen uh, in, a, in a way, in a, in a really weird way. Um, but, you know, there was talk about, like, you know, what the future of the police would look like. And so I was really optimistic about, like, okay, yeah, maybe this is this time that, you know, we take this unique moment of time to be able to make meaningful change. Mm -hmm. uh, so, again, I was super optimistic about it, and I wanted to be a part of that change. So that was kind of my attitude coming back during this moment uh, in this city's history where, yeah, people have been going through some stuff. Mm -hmm. What has it been like for you, I mean, to hear that you wanted to be a part of the change, what is something that you've done to do that? So I, I was not going to go here, but here we are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It reminded me, because this came up, I think, uh, just the other night. I was talking with some friends, but there's a, a joke that Louis C.K. does mm -hmm. where he's, like, sitting on a bus or something like that. He's sitting in the handicap section. Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe not even a handicap. He's just sitting on the bus. Super packed bus. It's rush hour or something. Some little old lady uh, gets on onto the bus. She's walking with, like, a cane or a walker or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he goes, mm, I should get up and get out of my seat and give it to this little old lady. But nah, <laughs> nah, I'm, I wouldn't dare. I'm not gonna do it. You know, I don't want to be. I just got on the bus. I got a long ways to go. But just that thought, just just for me having had that thought, I feel good about myself. <laughs> I feel warm and fuzzy because my I'm such a sweet man. You know, I even thought about giving up my seat uh, to this little old lady. Um, I'm gonna go home and sleep easy tonight. Um, but, so, to your point, to your question, right, you know, what have I been able to do since I've been back? Um, the short answer is not much. Uh, I mean, for reasons, you know, complicated by pandemic and whatnot, you know, mm -hmm. there's not a lot that's going on. So right. it's even made that, the effects of all this, like, that much worse. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I live on the first block of South Minneapolis. Mm. Uh, and so I know a lot of focus and attention is kind of given to North Minneapolis. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's more that I want to do. And I, I think that everyone always has really, really good intentions. Uh, but it's just a matter of, you know, how do we organize? How do we channel that and be able to yeah. be the change that we want to see? Um, so part of that's on me, though, too, uh, for not uh, actually having, you know, looked into it. 
too much here. It was always kind of just like, you know, people post on social media I was, or something I was like just, that. I'm doing I was this, I'm doing that, say, or whatever. I was um, so that's just a really about great to say way, that. you know, again, to kind of get people organized. Yeah. But then you also see a lot of posting, reposting, but no action, too. It's like... Just on the gram. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. so like that share, doing? that share is my moment. Yeah, like the Louis C.K. on the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. oh, well, I, I like this. I yeah. furthered the cause. I bullshit you not. I was... um. I was cleaning up. I was helping clean up on uh, what's the, on like like Lake Street, right right over like you know the building burned down. Yeah. Um. So my one of my former students, her family, uh, has like a they they're like Native American, so they have they had like um a spot there. They would like go and like just just their community for their community, and that got burned down. So I was helping them clean up, mm-hmm. and I see a bunch of people cleaning up. Uh, this car pulls up. The white girl gets out. It's like a maybe like a if something lean against the wall like a no, broom. Don't, don't I, I promise you, bro. No, I think I see where this yeah. is going. Yeah, and while people were cleaning up, she picks up the thing, takes a picture of her like, and gets back in the car, bro. Yeah. And I didn't, couldn't believe I saw it. Like it was like some of a movie or something. I'm like, this is not real life. It's like, I know what you're talking about. You saw it, like you I literally saw, saw it. it. I saw that. Literally some, some saw Instagram it. Bro. Yeah, like and... I actually, I saw that. Literally That's saw it. Wild. I couldn't believe it, dude. We, uh, everybody out there, busting their ass, helping clean the community, and then this woman. Damn, it's just crazy. Yeah, God. I mean, I feel like I, I think you know to be able to volunteer your time, I think. In my personal opinion, you know that's the that's the thing that mm-hmm. will probably make the most impact. I mean, so I mean, money also helps as well. Right. Um, right. Someone at my job, so fortunately for me, was able to organize and like, hey, um, you know, for some of these homeless encampments, yeah. you know, this is what we need. If you buy this, I've created an Amazon wish list. Mm-hmm. Like, you just buy it; it'll ship it to my house. Um, but you just fund it, and then I'll make sure that it gets to the people. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to participate in that. So at least That's you know cool. it's it's something, but still, um, yeah. And and it's a hard thing too. Is you know what what exactly are you know trying to define the problem as yeah, well yeah um is not always the the easiest thing either so here's another question for you i mean just just not only to well let me let me take a step back like you came back during the pandemic and riots but you've been home for some time now <clears throat> just being by South Minneapolis or even being in Uptown specifically, because, you know, we've hung out, you've seen how that has changed itself. Mm. It's gone. It's basically completely different. You know, we used to live over there. Mm-hmm. And, like... Lynn Lake hasn't changed as much That's true. as, like, Hennepin and, like... Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's still there. The, the police presence, well, I think it was when uh, our friend was in town. Yeah. And he wanted to kind of come back and make the same old make loop the rounds that yeah. we uh, that we would used to do. Hey, fuck you, Hammond. <laughs> That's from the heart. Um, and what I, I don't I don't know if someone was doing donuts while we were there, but like a couple of days before, yeah, people were doing donuts, yeah. like shooting we guns. Were talking about this, uh, we were talking about that. Yeah, That's crazy. Um, never, never when we were there. Would this, I? Would that just be like, oh, that's just another Tuesday? Mm-hmm. That shit is wild, man. Is Hammond in Kansas City? Uh, we were just talking about this. He he's either he's stateside, which is good because I know he was 
he was over by the shit oh, okay. for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's stateside now. Last time I heard, he is at like some like his cousin's wedding, mm-hmm. but he should be in Chicago sometime soon. Hey, man, future E, clip this. You next on the pod. I don't care when, man, but you you got to come on, sir. All right, we done got Micah. We done got Kevin. We done got a few other people. You on the list. Hurry the fuck up. Get home. So that aside. Can, um, can that be like a, a running gag on this now? <laughs> like where, where, no, 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 but no, but like, but like where in the world is Andrew Hammond? <laughs> we can make that a segment, honestly. <laughs> Just call him and be like, hey, right. where are you right now? <laughs> call him. Like your, your guess is as good as ours. Uh, yes, and then call him and see. Like. <laughs> make a bet on it. Yeah. 20 bucks says he's over here right now. What? Because he's been in Europe. He's like, he climbed Mount Everest he's or something. He's been everywhere. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's, been all, he's been all over the map, so. But, yeah. Love you, man. Um, hope you're doing well. That aside, uh, I do, I don't have a question, but I, I, I do want to tell you something because this has always run through my mind, and this is one of the reasons that I, I wanted you on the podcast because we've known each other for over a decade. Jesus Christ, it's almost been a decade. Not thinking it has that. been, yeah, yeah, shit, 2012. It's yeah. been a minute. Um, one thing that I've always... Um, loved about you is that you know yourself more than most people you've carried yourself as a i'd say as a sturdy man but traditionally you know where your head's at you know what you want if you don't you're gonna figure that out you know who your people are and that's that like i can't tell you how many times we would be out somewhere and i would be like i'd indulge someone in some bullshit Kevin would immediately just cut that shit off. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, do we know that person? I'm like, no. He's like, well, fuck that person. I'm like, okay. I can see that. That's, that's it. That's I think I've what... actually been around one time. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> you had to see that. <laughs> but no, that's real. Uh, the big thing as well is, just as you said, you, you now live in your childhood home. You're still around the neighbors that you grew up with. That's something that is that is not only Midwestern, but it's very Minnesotan. However, mm-hmm. the thing that I very much love about you is that you are still open to a conversation with people. There are moments where you're like, ah, I'm not fucking with this person, but most of the time you're like, yeah, what, what are you about? What are you into? And I feel like that's something that is not only lacking in Midwest, but especially here, especially after everything that's popped off. Because clearly the riots took place for a reason. Not just George Floyd. Like, that shit was, that was going to happen no yeah. matter what. You know what I'm saying? So, thanks, man. Thanks for being you. Greatly appreciate it. I've waited so long for this moment. <laughs> yeah. here, here, here we are. No, uh, but, I mean, those, those are really, really kind words. Um, I, I can't believe it comes off that way. Uh, that I have, I appear to have my shit together, uh, and and know who I am. But I yeah. mean, shit, I don't know who I'll be a, a week from now. But my man, you were in your fucking twenties, and you were making beer out of the garage. And I was like, who the fuck, who does this? That these are true statements. Well, so okay, my buddy, my buddy from college, he would hook me up. So when I was a freshman at the U, uh, he was brewing beer. He just became a junior. 
so he was turning 21. He could he could buy the stuff, but even before he could do that, turns out you can start brewing beer legally at the age of 18, even though the drinking age is 21. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's the one that kind of sparked my interest in that because as a freshman. Even he couldn't buy, go to the liquor store and buy <laughs> booze for us right away. Yeah. Uh, but he told us if we collected empty bottles yeah. at all these parties, that you know, I'd bring like a case over or something like that, and he would fill them, and I would get like maybe a, a six pack or two yeah. in return for doing nothing for for collecting bottles that didn't even cost me anything, and right. he would he would fill it for me. Uh, so that's that's where that came from. But yeah, I did do that. I've been meaning to get back into it, but now at this time, as a more mature Kevin in his early 30s, it's like, oh shit, I've been drinking way too much alcohol, <laughs> uh, and this is not going to this is not going to help it. So I, I look at that time in my life with rose-colored glasses. But yes, um, it was a good time. Have you ever made beer? No, sure. absolutely not. But, as um, you, as a beer connoisseur, I feel like that's something well, I, have, you I work with a guy that that makes his own beer and it's pretty fucking good. Like he always invites us over at the last day of school. Mm-hmm. They, um, him and his wife, uh, we kind of have like an end of the year party and we just go drink his beer, man. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. That's but good. I wish I knew how to do it, but I, it's just work. It's a, I don't have the resources or like the space for that shit either, you know, so. You'd be surprised. Like, fucking tell him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? What all it takes? I mean, it's, it's easy. It's a three-step process. Really? It's, yeah. Um, sanitize, uh-huh. sanitize, sanitize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, turns out, yeah, you need you need super clean work area mm-hmm. and equipment because even though you're working with stuff, and yeah, you're gonna create alcohol. Um, it's not enough to to take care of that stuff for you. So you got to be really conscious about that. Yeah. But um, see now. There's another person that's like, oh, I would be open to homebrewing. My my biggest thing, it's so much work for just one person mm-hmm. to do it all. Um, so I had people that kind of showed some interest when I was here uh, doing it at the time, but yeah. I was still the one doing all the work uh, at oh. the end of the day. So <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. What is it? Is it like, there's there's house projects. Two man job or uh, I'd say yeah, a two man. I mean, the more the merrier, right? Yeah. You're all sitting around probably enjoying and drinking a beer while you're making it like sure but it is like it is probably a half day mm-hmm. ordeal on a brew day right so like you're bringing like 10 15 gallons of water to boil you know you're putting the stuff in the the grains the hops and everything so you got to get everything clean beforehand then you can do it and then once you're done then you got to clean everything mm-hmm. again because mm-hmm. you're putting it into storage so um but anyways, if you, in case you're curious how to make beer, that's how you make beer. <laughs> <laughs> the the short version of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Synopsis. Nice. Uh, so now I do have one final question for you. So for some, for all your travels, you know, even just being home, you start up a conversation with a stranger, right? You're not even here. You're you're out in the world. And you tell them that you're from Minnesota. They say that they've never been. What are some words you would give them? Like, how would you, A, how would you describe it? And B, what's something that you would tell them to be aware of? Am I, am I speaking to someone that's from, like, the U.S.? Or am I, like, abroad, abroad? Because there's two different answers. That's different, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, let's give both perspectives. Yeah, let's start. Let's start. Let's start uh, stateside. 
stateside. Um, so if anyone's been to Chicago, I mean, we've all we've all been to Chicago. Um, you live close to Chicago, uh, yep. near Milwaukee. Um, but yeah, we were we are like the Seattle to Chicago, kind of a younger, more hip, you know, mm, cool okay. art scene. Um, you know, got a lot of outdoor areas. We got a bunch of lakes and shit. That comes as no surprise to a lot of people. Um, but actually, really, really good and cool food scene as well. You got like the Walker Sculpture Garden. I do agree. Well. I do definitely. I do agree with that. Um, you know, a ton of trails. If you want to get outside and you know go walk around, bike around, or whatever. You know, e-bikes are, are coming a thing. Yeah. Um, the craft beer scene, like again, food scene. So there's there's enough stuff going on. Well, how would you describe the people? <sighs> the people. Um, well, man, I mean. I, I, on the one hand, I'm trying to sell min- I, Minnesota or sorry, Minneapolis. I, sh- I shouldn't say pe- I shouldn't I shouldn't say people. I should say the culture. That's the what the it culture. is. The culture. Well, uh, I mean, again, you know, on a on a surface level, nice. I mean, you're here for seven to ten days or whatever. You know, are you really going to try to to find uh, things on a deeper level about who these people are? I don't know. I, I don't That's feel like true. I do that when I travel. Um, so they'll they'll have a good time, and then again, that's how that stigma kind of reinforces itself. All oh, the people were so nice. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. What about someone that's that's not stateside? That's uh, yeah, that's not stateside. Well, then honestly, so when I was abroad in Italy, uh, and I would have this conversation with people that were Italian, they're like, "Yeah, well, yeah, tell me about what you know about the U.S." And they're like, "New York." Mm-hmm. Miami, Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my answer to them would be, we're somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever heard of, I mean, because, you know, then I would try to use, I mean, I would use Chicago again. Like, oh, yeah, yeah for reference, like by Chicago. And they're like, what's Chicago? Damn. Is that New York or Miami? Yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> no, it's not. Although now, I mean, it's 2022, and with everything that has not only changed, but transpired, we'll say. Minnesota is, is now on the map, I'd say. Uh, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, I mean, people, people now know we exist, so I guess maybe that's progress we can <laughs> believe in. But so here's the other thing, though. Um, and I was, I was alluding to this earlier, but I, I don't necessarily try to play up Minnesota too much or Minneapolis mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities area. Even when I was living abroad, because it was like, man, I had been around Denver and seen the explosion of people that just happened there, and it's really because weed was legalized. Yeah. Let's let's just yep. put let's get that out there. All the spades, spades. Um, but I, you know, between that and Denver, um, if I didn't move to Anchorage, I probably would have moved to Portland. Um, and again, you know, just an explosion of people there. People coming up from California. People actually from California are going to uh, both Colorado and Oregon. Um, but I did not want Minneapolis to fall victim, not just like fall victim, but just become that next place. And I think fortunately yeah. for us, it's too damn cold here in the winter time. Yeah. So anyone had, did have something positive to say about it, I'd be like, no, you don't want to live there because <laughs> it's too hot in the summer. Right. It's too cold in the winter. Um, you're better off elsewhere. Go to Denver. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, again, I, I mean, I speak about it. I, I give him my honest opinion. But then I always do try to sneak in there. But, oh, yeah, this is why you won't like it. So you won't move here. Oh, bless your face. But that has hap- that's happened. I mean, 
from Super Bowl 2018 all the way to now, you've seen a lot more people from other states live here, North Dakota, Florida, or excuse me, Georgia, I should say. Florida as well. Um, where else? Even some from, from California. People have become aware of our state and they're like, you know, that, that might be a good, good spot. That might have a lot of resources. And so as a traditional Minnesota you're, or Minnesotan, you kind of look and you're like, what the fuck are you doing here, man? I got a question for both of you. Can you explain to me the cherry in the spoon? What's there, what's there to explain? It's what is the significance of It's that? a cherry that's on a spoon. But why is it a thing? You asking too many questions, sir. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like the the new one, right? It's the blue cock. Oh yeah, why is that a thing? I I don't know. I, I also <laughs> saw it when I was in D.C. Really? Uh, a few years ago. I don't know if there's a you like, saw that same one. I don't know if it's the same one or maybe they got like two or three different ones or mm. something like that. But yeah, I saw it at a museum in D.C. first. Um, but yeah, the cherry and the spoon. Uh, I don't know why. Why is the walker the way that it is? Um, very, but yeah, I guess point. our cherry and the spoon is like the uh, Space Needle in like mm. Seattle, Seattle or yeah. uh, the Empire State Building <laughs> in Chicago. Here's a question for you. Back in Milwaukee, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'll, I'll even say this. So you ask about the cherry and the spoon. I have no fucking clue, right. honestly. But because I'm born and raised here, that's just in the back of my mind. It's like, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. It's the same with like the Mall of America. It's like, why is the, right. why is the uh, largest mall in America in Minnesota? It's like, I don't fucking, yeah. do you want to go to the park <laughs> or not? It's like, it just is. Well, we, we own it. We, we were the first ones to invent the indoor mall. Were we? Yeah, Southdale. Southdale was the first like enclosed mall in the entire country. Yeah. I didn't know that. There were, there were outdoor malls. There were outdoor malls. Yeah. But again, here they were like, yeah, you know, it's so cold here that people don't want to be outdoors, even if it's for like two seconds to go from one shop to the next. Damn. Um, so yeah, uh, Southdale is the first mall. Um, but to that, my question for you is, is there something in Milwaukee that is similar to like the cherry and the spoon? Where you're like, it just is. Oh yeah, our... Um, um, what do you call it? The uh, the PBR not, PBR brewery. No, uh, <laughs> what's the what's the Scott the what do you call it? Why am I blanking on this? Everyone has them. It's like a on the water, not usually not on the water, but um, why am I why am I blanking on this? This kid doesn't even know his own city. Oh, I got the fucking tattoo of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, roll, I roll up your like, sleeve. What, do you, and, uh, what do you call? What do you call? Uh, what do you call that? You know, like uh, like an attraction. Uh, fucking. Why can't I think of it? I what have is no it? idea. What is, God it's, damn it! It's, sky, it's like a land, skyscraper. Not a skyscraper though, but it's like the cityscape. So, oh, sorry, something like You're that. Good. What the fuck am I? I'm blanking, but you know. This is a to be continued, but basically yeah. that thing. <laughs> we'll Google it. We'll Google this thing. later. Oh, why can't I think of the word? Oh my God. I really like it's like blank as fuck right now. You know what? It's not it'll, like it'll, city it'll, yeah, give it a minute. It'll come back. Um, it's a silhouette like of a. 
Skyline. Yeah, yeah. Skyline. Yeah, I said Skyline. I said Skyline. You did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The tapes. Uh, our, the, the tapes will prove it. <laughs> the Skyline is pretty unique in Milwaukee. It's pretty cool. Um, uh-huh. That 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 really is the main. Um, and then like downtown. Uh, like our, the, you know, just kind of like the lakes and shit downtown. Yeah, it's pretty significant. But um, yeah, I would say I would say the, the damn. I just forgot the fucking word again. The sky. What is it? Skyline. 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 The skyline. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got and cheese, of course. Yeah, of course. We have the Wikipedia pulled up. Yep. Uh, so history on the spoon and the cherry. In the mid-1980s, the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, commissioned a piece of work from married couple Clays Oldenburg and Cousette, what is with people in these fucking names, uh, whose first artistic collaboration came in 1976, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the work, which had its $500,000 $500, budget donated by the art collector, Damn. was to be placed in the new outdoor sculpture garden, which we have seen for God knows however. Mm-hmm. Uh, another the concept, excuse me, concept for the sculpture was a Viking ship. Uh, blah, oh, blah, 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 blah. A Viking ship? Yeah. With a dragon figurehead set in a circular reflecting motion, which makes sense because Minnesota Viking. Vikings. Yeah. Uh, it describes the vision of quickly abandoned the ellipse. Uh, what a spoon. Have you, when the last time you've been to the Walker Art Museum? Um, my birthday. What'd you go for? Like, what'd you do? What'd we do? What? That's when the people from Kansas City came up, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Where Which is you? funny. Oh, that's right. You were gone. We talked about this yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. Dude, that place is fucking cool, dude. Like, I didn't realize, like, I, like I've only been in there once, but I did the, like, the little mini golf shit up top. There's I've mini never, golf? I, there is mini golf. And there, I've, I've, I've always been aware cool. of it. And I've never done it. It's actually pretty cool. It's like 10 holes. But it's, it's designed it's, by uh, artists, I look, think. Look, we don't even know our fucking city. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. so, I mean, for, for being someone who's from here, like, yeah, I went to the Walker a number of times yeah. as a kid. Um, I do miss the greenhouse. They took that away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that was always kind of a, a yeah, nice Yeah, they got like thing, a nice but, little um, restaurant in there, too. Like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um... But that that it was like I grew up like less than a half mile away from it, so it never really occurred to me as something like that an outsider, someone visiting, would ever want to have interest in. Yeah, I'm like hey, it's just yeah. this thing you can just kind of drive by it. But right. no, like yeah, you get out and walk around. It's actually pretty cool. I know that's why I was just used to just driving by. I'm like, but then um, this girl invited me to mini golf, and I'm like, damn, this shit's kind of cool. Okay, now I have it. Martin Friedman, director of The Walker, said of the work that the artist did not intend to craft, and I quote, a sculpture symbol of Minneapolis, but that he believed Spoon Bridge and Cherry, which is what it's called, would be a landmark and would give a lot of people pleasure. So. That that definitely is true. Yeah. So it was kind of, it sounds like it was kind of an accident, but it. It worked? Yeah, it made sense, like. Yeah, okay. Spoon, bridge, and cherry. Spoon, bridge, and cherry. Okay. It's actually looking better than ever. Yeah. Did you hear about it? They just repainted it. Really? That happens? I didn't know that. Yeah, the, the cherry. The cherry, the cherry went to New York for like 90 days, for the better part of three months, to get repainted. And so it was just the spoon. When? When? No. When was this? I didn't. Uh, I swear the cherry got put on like last month. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's. Did valid. you ever go by and just see a spoon and you were like, what the fuck? Um, maybe once. Maybe once. I haven't been in that area in quite some time. I mean, it's fine. It really needed it. That cherry <laughs> looked like it had been smoking for 30 years. Um, or something was smoked out of it. Anyways, uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> let's wrap this up. Last call. We've taken this in a completely talking. different yeah. direction. Um, you sound like shit right now. <laughs> Um, there was a lot of things that were talked about. Um, oh boy, where do you where do you even start? You know what? I just yes. I just I'll just go back off? to um, no never. I always gotta always gotta have a last call. I just go back to what I said before. It's like thank you for coming on, sir. Wait, is this your last call? Yeah. Oh, you didn't announce it. I said last call. No, you didn't. Did I not? Son of a bitch, I said last call. I said, I I said last call, let's wrap this up. Okay, last call. <laughs> let's wrap this up. <laughs> um, no, nah, you know, just kind of thinking about the conversations that have taken place today, just um, I think one thing that really stands out to me, even though I have it in the back of my head all the time, I really need to make an attempt to to be not only the person that I want to be, but as someone who's born and raised here, I have to set that kind of example. It's like, all right. Cause I, I fucking hate, I honestly hate the term Minnesota nice. I can't stand it. Mm -hmm. Anytime that that's used or any time that somebody sees us that way, cause I am not that. I, but I will say you have a lot of Minnesota pride though. Oh, absolutely. And I do appreciate that. Like you, 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 you're trying to Make it like a positive, you know, like a positive thing. That's pretty, you know. I thank you, sir. I appreciate that. There's that's the thing. That's the difference between Minnesota pride. Yes, very. And Minnesota nice. For sure. I'd rather be prideful and I'd rather be kind or known as kind, mm -hmm. or even as an asshole than nice. So that just lets it be known for me. It's like okay, I have to do more, not only for myself but as a person who does take pride in my state. Yeah, so gotta gotta represent as well. But you you know where it comes from, right? No, the Minnesota nice. So um, I'm not gonna drag this on for too long. But the short of it is, there's a lot of Scandinavians that live here. Yeah, a lot yeah. of Sw Swedish, oh, yeah, Nor yeah, yeah. Norwegian, um, and we got the brutal winters here mm -hmm. again for like nine months out of the year. Uh, so when you're cooped up indoors with all those people, you kind of still have to be able to get along with the people that you're living with or the people that you're surrounded with. So, hmm. uh, you know, if you tried to ruffle the feathers on someone or whatever, you're stuck inside with them for the next eight months or whatever, uh, it's going to be pretty awkward. So uh, a lot of those traits kind of carried over from that region. So then, uh, again, you you try not to do anything that's going to make anyone terribly upset or whatever. Don't so you kind of duck. Yep, and yep, exactly. And then you're just super passive aggressive about it. I never thought about that. Thank, thank you, Kevin. Man, fuck all that. Kevin got all the facts. Yeah, you do. For real. <laughs> Kevin got all the I've, facts. I've had a few conversations uh, <laughs> about this, but anyways, yeah, that's the that's the short version of it. All right. Okay. Yeah. No. Fuck all that. <laughs> uh, I, I would gladly, I would gladly get into a, a debate or an argument if it means that we grow from it. Even if we walk away from it and being like, I don't think we see eye to eye. Fine. But we're not going to sugarcoat shit. Uh, e, my man, what do you got? 
Oh man, I don't know. We were all over the place, man. That's all. Um, fucking eyes irritated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just thanks for coming on, man. Like, um, it's it was just interesting to like, I, cause I a lot of stuff I really didn't know. Like, I didn't know you were in fucking Alaska or like Bay Area shit. This is pretty cool, man. It's just, um, do you? I, I guess I just got a last like a, a question. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Do you plan on just traveling more a lot or? Is that, is that your thing, or do you like? That's a that's a good question. So when you when you don't have kids, yeah, it, it turns out you have time to travel <laughs> right. and do other things. Right, right. Uh, that's all. Yeah, so again, uh, yeah. I mean, going back to what you know, twenty minutes ago or mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah. Um, what's your, yeah. So what's your what's your next destination? It's funny because I was literally telling Romero this uh, last just, night, just yeah. last night. Yeah, um, but I'm going to be going to Iceland. Damn, uh, okay. In in July, which it was gonna originally be a trip to Alaska yeah. back home. Um, Rachel's never been, but uh, we decided when we looked at booking hotels, <laughs> yeah. uh, rental car prices, and everything is like, well, if we're gonna be spending this kind of money, I'd rather go somewhere. You have go somewhere been. else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we we might go to Portland uh, pretty soon. Uh, maybe we'll go to like New York City. Neither of us really spent a ton of time there. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, so you know, finding different things. Yeah, yeah I like um, that. I like that. Yeah, man. Well, um, yeah, just thanks for, you know, coming on and well, thank sharing you. the knowledge and fun facts about Minnesota. <laughs> I really like that. Uh, do you have any last? Yeah, what's your last call, sir? No. Last what are your final um, thoughts? Well, yeah, first and foremost, thank you so much for, for having me. Uh, this was this was really delightful. Uh not that I claim to be any sort of like Minnesota historian <laughs> or anything like that whatsoever. I'm not like guy that you bring on. You're like you have like a, some question or something like that. You're like actually we got to get Kevin on the scene. He'll he'll get to the bottom of this. Um, I mean, anyways, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but no, uh, I don't. I don't really have much else. Uh, again, uh, you know, it's it's kind of cool to see the other side mm-hmm. uh, of the podcast. And, how you guys do this? So uh, I've listened uh, for what you guys have been doing this for over a year now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at this yeah. point, we're still here, uh, yeah. still around, still um, making it work. Yeah, uh, I'm excited though. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe we gotta get Hammond on here first uh, before I, I make a second appearance, or mm. you know, maybe I can just really show him up and like maybe come <laughs> back for another. Tape, taping or two. You are uh, you are welcome anytime, my man. You are on the recurring I, list, I, sir. I, I am. I'm a fan of guests. I just realized that. Like, do we have some good conversations? Man. Yeah. So. We always walk away from. Yeah. Something, like, we learn something yeah. new. Yeah. So, thank you, brother. Appreciate you coming on. All right. Um, Eve, you want to let the people know about the socials? Yeah. Um, thank you guys for joining us. This has been another episode of the Symposium Podcast. Uh, like, comment, subscribe on our YouTube. You'll find these two ugly mugs or beautiful faces, whatever you feel, <laughs> on um, Symposium Pod, Podcast, uh, Instagram, TikTok. No Twitter yet, but we'll figure it out. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. All right. E. Wright, Mr. McCrane, and you know who it is, Rose Gold. Sorry Thank y'all for tuning in. Symposium Podcast, episode 56. Calling it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, till next time, we out.